G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media, thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation today at vision.org.au. It's been said the second best is often the worst enemy of the best. Pastor Greg Laurie urges us to choose the best which comes from God, not the second best which often grabs for our attention. You can hardly wait to get done with reading the Bible so you can get to the fun stuff you really want to read. You can hardly wait for the church service to be over so you can go do the stuff you really want to do. It's not that you're involved in bad things. It's just that everything is more interesting to you than spiritual things. This is the day when the lost are found. There are hundreds of decisions. The healthy breakfast or the quick one with all the bad stuff. Read your online Bible or check out your Facebook news feed. Listen to the zany radio station and hope that they're clean this time or tune in to a good Bible study like this one. We're glad you made the choice you did. Today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie points out those decisions can help strengthen our spiritual foundation or erode it. Today, some good encouragement about those choices. Everyone is either progressing or regressing in the spiritual life. You're either growing or you are not growing. You are either gaining ground and you're losing ground as a follower of Christ. Now, sometimes the question is asked, why is it that some succeed, others just effectively crash and burn, or others may slowly wither away? Well, the answer is, these are people who did not choose to take advantage of what God had given to them. Uh, we're told over in Deuteronomy 30, 19, God says, I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you. I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life. I love this. It's like God says, I'm gonna give you a test and here's the answer. I wish they would do that for us in school. Here's the answer so you'll get an A. I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. By the way, the answer is choose life, God says. But I have to do that. And if I don't do that, then I effectively choose death. There's God's part and there's my part. All right, so that brings us to our text, a portion of scripture we often call the parable of the sower. This is a story Jesus tells to explain to us why some press on in the Christian faith and others do not. So let's read it together, Luke chapter eight, starting in verse four. And when a great multitude had gathered, they had come to him from every city, he spoke by a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell on the wayside, and it was trampled down, and the birds of the air devoured it. Some fell on rock, and as soon as it sprung up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. Some fell among thorns or weeds, 
and the weed sprang up and choked it. Others fell on good ground and yielded a crop a hundredfold. And when he said these things, he that has ears to hear, let him hear. So someone asked him the question, well, what does this parable mean? And Jesus says, the seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear, but then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. The ones on the rock, or the rocky soil, are those who when they hear receive the word with joy, but they have no root. They believe for a while, but in time of temptation they fall away. The one that fell among thorns are those who when they've heard go out and they're choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life and they bring no fruit to maturity. But the ones that fell in the good ground are those who having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. Or a better translation would be perseverance or endurance. All right, so what does this mean to me? Basically, you have four kinds of people. Your life is represented in one of these categories, four types of soil, if you will. And I want you to notice in this story only one out of four makes it. Look at category number one. I'm gonna call them the highway hearers. The highway hearers. Look at verse 11 of Luke 8. The parable is this, the seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear it. And then the devil comes. It takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. This is really a description of people that you may share the gospel with and they just don't respond. Second Corinthians 4, 4 says, Satan, the God of this evil world, has blinded the minds of those that don't believe so they're unable to see the glorious light of the gospel that's shining upon them. No matter what you say, no matter what clever arguments you use, they're just unaffected. Sometimes they're hostile. Sometimes they'll scream at you and tell you to get out of their face. Other times they're very nice about it. No matter what you say, nothing seems to penetrate. It's sort of like water off of a duck's back. Now, category number two. This one is really interesting and surprising. Look at verse 13. Those which when they have heard the word, look at this, receive the word with joy. But because they have no root, for a while they believe and in time of temptation they fall away. These folks are very different from the indifferent highway hearers. And when the invitation is given, they respond. They walk forward. They pray the prayer and they are so fired up. They don't go out and just buy a Bible. They buy the biggest Bible you've ever seen. You know, they start quoting scripture. When you have a time of worship, they sing louder than anybody else. They lift their hands higher than anybody else. They talk to everybody about their newfound faith. And you say, that is the most amazing conversion I've ever seen. And this goes on for maybe a week or two weeks or maybe a month, maybe even two months. And then you don't see them in church. Hey, I haven't seen you in church lately. Where are you? I'm, I'm not into that anymore. What? No, I'm not into that. I don't believe it anymore. Wow, what happened to them? I'll tell you what happened to them. They're the seeds sown on the rocky soil. Well, great to have you with us today. You're listening to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie. He's the Senior Pastor at Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, California. And he continues now with a message called The Parable of Spiritual Growth. Number three, and we have one more after this. We'll call them thorny hearers. This one is fascinating. 
Verse 14, they that fell among thorns or weeds are those that when they've heard the word go forth and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life and they bring no fruit to perfection. Now the seed that was planted in the soil was in a constant battle with weeds. And weeds don't attack plants, at least not quickly. They do in time. But you've never seen a nice little flower growing and suddenly the ground starts to rumble next to it and some muscular little weed bursts up, you know, and lunges and starts shaking the plant by its stem and smacking it back and forth, petals flying. Doesn't happen. But you'll see a little weed grow up. Then the next day it's a little closer, and the next day it's a little closer, and the next day it's kind of wrapping itself around it, and ultimately it can choke out the plant. And that's the picture that we have here. This is not something that happens overnight. Notice what chokes this out. It doesn't say sin, though it could include that. It's choked with the cares and the riches and the pleasures of this life. It's not necessarily bad stuff, it's just life, but we let the normal affairs of life become more important than the spiritual things of life. It's been said the second best is often the worst enemy of the best. It's not a person that says, I won't pray, I won't read the Bible, I won't go to church. Rather, it's a person that does that for a while, but then they start saying, well, you know, I'm so busy today, I have to check my emails and then I have to read the news and then I have to update my Instagram and I have to send out a few tweets and, and you know, send out some texts and I just don't have time to read the Bible. It's a person that says, I'd love to go to church but man, this new movie or the TV show or this other thing is going on. It's a person who says, I don't really have time to pray which is so, you know, busy right now. You see, it's gradual and the things of God become less and less appealing. Other pursuits crowd out God. And before you know it, He's not a part of your life anymore. It happened so gradually and it happened so subtly you didn't even see it until it was effectively done. Listen to this. There's nothing wrong with having a career. There's nothing wrong with having possessions. There's nothing wrong with having a home. There's nothing wrong with having a car. But if those things become more important to you than spiritual things, then suddenly they can start choking you out in the spiritual life. Here's the better plan. Put God first and seek first His kingdom. And the Lord says, all these things shall be added to you. Get them in their proper priority. We can be so obsessed with these things and they choke us out. One last category, and we'll close with this. Number four, we'll call them fruitful hearers. These are the ones that got it right. Look at verse 15. Those on the good ground are those when they have heard the word, receive it with an honest and good heart, and they keep it, and they bring forth fruit with patience. Having heard the word, they keep it. One of the keys to growing spiritually is getting as much of God's word into you as possible. And it comes down to how you hear it. You know, you can come and listen and hear nothing, right? You ever talk to somebody and maybe they're like texting and they go, uh, mm, mm, but they didn't hear what you said. <laughs> you just finish texting and let me know when you're done. And then I'll say it again. And we can sit in church and, mm, amen, amen. <laughs> what was said? I have no idea. 
I was texting in my heart. It's all how you hear. This is why Jesus would often say, he that has an ear to hear, let him listen. The story is told of President Franklin Roosevelt who got tired of these long receiving lines. He would have to stand in and shake everybody's hand. And so one day he just decided to do something crazy and see if anybody noticed. So he stood in line and, and people came to shake the hand of the President of the United States. And to every person that came to him, he, he said these words to them, uh, I murdered my grandmother this morning. <laughs> Mr. President, it's an honor to meet you. President Roosevelt said, I murdered my grandmother this morning. And everyone said, oh, that's wonderful, Mr. President. Thank you for that. And that's fantastic, Mr. President. God bless you, Mr. President. No one was listening. They were so excited to meet the President, they didn't listen to what he said. I murdered my grandmother this morning. Finally, I think it was the ambassador from Bolivia, hearing him say that, said in response, well, Mr. President, I'm sure she had it coming. <laughs> that's how we can be. Here's the key. The success or failure of the Christian life depends on how we hear God's Word. And when you hear it, you're made responsible for that. I believe if you have really met God, you will have a hunger for Scripture. Amen. And if you do not have a hunger for God's Word, there's something wrong with you. Healthy people are hungry people. When you go to see the doctor, you're not feeling well, what's one of the first things he asks? How's your appetite? This is how I know I'm healthy right now, because I'm hungry. By the way, I am always hungry. <laughs> well, maybe 10 minutes after I've eaten, I'm not, but it comes back quickly. But that's a good sign in some ways. <laughs> but if you're constantly hungry for God's Word, that's good. So you hear a Bible say, that was great, I'm fed. But you, a little later that night, or you get up the next morning, oh, I'm hungry again. Good. Good for you. And that's this category. They are hungry for God's Word. And when trials come or persecution comes, they don't think of bailing. They just dig in. Listen, I know it gets hard at time to follow Christ, but it's worth it. Paul says to Timothy, endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Some people need to just toughen up a little bit. Don't be so weak. Now, there are people today that are standing up for the most insane things speaking out for things that are so wrong and we're timidly hiding in our little closets as followers of Jesus. Let's be bold, let's be brave, let's be strong and let's speak out for him and not back down. So which one of these four are you? Well, I doubt you're the first category. You probably wouldn't even be here if you were. But maybe you're here brought along by a friend and you're just, you know, the whole night you've just been watching and praying, looking at your watch and praying, I stop soon, right? <laughs> Is he done yet? Okay, let's go. So I don't know what I can say to you. Only God's Holy Spirit can help you see your need for Jesus. Some of you may be like the one on rocky soil. You know, you made this so-called profession of faith, but maybe it was not genuine at all, and you sort of fell away. In a way, you didn't really fall away. You were never even there to start with. And I would say to you tonight, why don't you build your life on Christ now and get serious and do it the right way. Some of you may be like the people choked out. It's not that you're involved in bad things. It's just that everything is more interesting to you than spiritual things. You can hardly 
Wait to get done with reading the Bible so you can get to the fun stuff you really want to read. You can hardly wait for the church service to be over so you can go do the stuff you really want to do. See, it should be the opposite. And if that's you, then you need to say, Lord, help me with this. And I want to make a real commitment to you. And maybe some of you are just the seed on the good ground. And I'm sure most of you are. And you're just bringing forth spiritual fruit. And that's amazing. And God bless all of you. But there might be some of you that have joined us who haven't even asked Jesus to come into your life yet. You can make that commitment right here, right now, as we bring this service to a close. If you're not certain that Jesus Christ is living in your life, if you're not sure that your sin is forgiven, if you don't know with confidence that you will go to heaven when you die, you can get that resolved right now by saying, God, I'm sorry for my sin, and by asking Jesus Christ to come into your life. And there might be some of you that made a commitment to follow Christ, but you've fallen away. I'd like to see you make that recommitment as well. So we're gonna close in prayer. And if you need to make a commitment or a recommitment to Jesus, do it right now, okay? Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word to us. And I pray that it will land on good soil. And I pray for those that may not yet know you yet, that you'll show them their need for Jesus and help them to come to you and believe tonight. Amen. Pastor Greg Laurie with an important prayer. And if you'd like to make a change in your relationship with the Lord, today's a great day to do it. But perhaps you're asking a question, how can I know that I will go to heaven? Here's Pastor Greg once more. How can a person know they're going to heaven? Let me say at the outset, I believe I'm going to heaven. In fact, I'll take it a step further. I know I'm going to heaven. You say, Greg, isn't that kind of arrogant? Not really. Because I know this because God has made a promise to me, and I've believed that promise. The Bible says, we write these things to you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. I've believed on the name of the Son of God, thus I know I'll go to heaven when I die. Here's my question to you. Do you believe on the name of the Son of God? Is there any more important issue than that? I can't think of one. So I'd like to lead you in a simple prayer. And this is a prayer where you will be asking Jesus to forgive you of your sin, and you'll be asking him to be your own Savior, friend, Lord. It's a prayer only you can pray. Pray these words if you would. Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner, but I know that you are the Savior who died on the cross for my sin and rose from the dead. Jesus, come into my life. I want to believe in you. I want to follow you. I want this relationship with you. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sin and rising again from the dead. And I thank you that you've heard this prayer. And I believe you've come into my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And we'd love to follow up with you by sending something that we call our New Believers Growth Packet. It's a great way to get started living as a Christian. We'll be glad to send it to you free of any charge or obligation if you've prayed that prayer today and meant it sincerely. It'll help answer some of the questions you might have and help you build a solid foundation for your faith. Just ask for the New Believers Growth Packet when you contact us on 1-800-00-5011. 
Well, tomorrow, Pastor Greg tackles one of the most important aspects of growing spiritually. We'll dig into the vital role God's Word plays in the life of the healthy believer. Be sure to join us same time tomorrow for a new beginning. If you'd like a copy of Pastor Greg's full message from today, just get in touch with Vision Christian Store. It was called The Parable of Spiritual Growth. Just go to visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-00-5011. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.